This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, Cheryl. Oh, Tig. Oh, Cheryl. <laughs> Today we have a real uh, exciting episode. We have an exciting episode. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to spoil anything. We're not going to spill, any spill beans anything right now. We're going to keep all the beans in the canister. Can- canister? What is it in? I don't know. Grinder? No, that sounds bad. The beans in, in a, a grinder. That sounds... You grind up beans? Yeah. You're thinking of coffee beans. Yeah, I'm thinking of... Oh, when you think of beans, what do you think of? Like pinto I, beans? Every time we say spilled the beans, are you thinking of no, pinto beans? No, no. Lima beans. Whoa. No, I'm not thinking of lima beans. Yeah, I'm thinking of black beans. That's weird. Okay, well... But you it, feel like everyone's thinking of coffee beans? Everybody. People write in and please, please tell, tell us, us what, what kind, kind of, of bean, beans... What kind of beans are you thinking of? Yeah, do you um, think of coffee or... Um, or lima beans. I used to have lima beans all the time as a kid. We did yeah. too. We had a lot of lima beans. And then do you ever see them? Do they no. ever? Never. But my, but my mom was real. Buck, 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 <laughs> my mom. <laughs> Who we found out is named Cracky. Oh, God. I can't breathe. Listen, we got to get to it. Okay. Just listen. You guys are going to love it. Um, Today, ladies and germs... Welcome no, to no ladies and jerks. Jer- ladies and jerks, welcome to Vernon, Florida. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid two thousands. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries. Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Tig. I see you've worn glasses. I have, because um, I don't want to pull the same crap that I usually pull. Well, let's be honest. You're home. Oh. It's Casual Friday. You're home. It's true. I'm actually in Florida. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> and that's the kind of budget we have on this uh, podcast, podcast is we flew you First to class, Florida. To Florida. 
To record the podcast. To record the podcast. (laughs) We can't claim to be good with our money. Mm -mm. No, it wasn't a wise use of funds. No, no. But that being said, Mm -hmm. I think it was because we have a very, very, very special guest star today. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we have a surprise. <laughs> we we have a surprise, and this this person who is our surprise guest has really become uh, a celebrity on both of my podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I've never even met her, but I've heard about her for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope she's heard about me for years. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, this is going to be so humiliating if my name has never come up. It will be. It's going to be awkward. Well, should we just get to it? Well, I thought we were. Or should we Should we announce? Well, I guess my question is, do we announce our guest star or do we? I don't know. Let's chat through it and figure out what we should do. Well, I hmm. think we should... Um, Hmm. introduce the documentary documentary right. yeah let's do that and then we'll and, reveal yes and we could even take a moment where we mm. hold and take callers to see <laughs> it's not a live show it's not oh. a live show okay well we could still take that moment and just That's see true. if any phone rings and then we can answer it and say guess who's on our <laughs> podcast today <laughs> and it's only gonna be my mom and she's gonna be like what's a podcast <laughs> Because she has asked me that uh, probably a hundred times since I got Well, here. have I told you my stepfather is the one person alive that has seen both of my podcasts. Oh. I've only had one viewer. <laughs> and it's my stepfather who insists he's seen them. Okay. He's seen them. He has seen them. I think my mom has seen commercials for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. Okay. So, oh, by the way, somebody, uh, one of the viewers that left the a re- viewers, the viewers, the yes. listeners, <laughs> left a review saying that they have a um, drinking game that they listen to this with their friends, and every time mm-hmm. I say listen, they have to drink. Oh well, you need to curb the- that. Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, about the word listen. I know I do say it a lot because I'm I'm trying to get your attention because you're off on a tangent. Okay, <sighs> you ready? I'm always ready. Okay. So today, we are talking about Vernon, and Vernon, Florida, is a 1981 documentary produced and directed by Errol Morris, the Oscar-winning director, oh, I didn't know that, whose films include Gates of Heaven. (laughs) Why would you? (laughs) Why would I do any kind of research before we do this? It's just play, stop, (laughs) night, night. <laughs> he, his films include uh, Gates of Heaven and The Thin Blue Line. Vernon, Florida profiles the oddball residents of Vernon, a town located in Florida's panhandle. The documentary debuted at the New York Film Festival in 1981, old school, and was re-released through the Criterion Collection in 2015 and is available to watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to... Um, because I said the Panhandle and I said Florida, mm-hmm. I'm with someone who people are dying to meet. Mm-hmm. They've been begging to have her on. Myself included, I've been dying to mm-hmm. meet. Would you like to introduce her? Boy, would I. <laughs> I can't believe that this is happening. It's a lot of lead up to her and she's got nothing. Let me just tell you that. She's got, well, she's that got is, nothing. Well, that runs in the family. Because please welcome Dr. <laughs> Becky Hines. Woo! 
Oh, thank you guys. Yes. That was quite a, quite a build up, and I appreciate my sister saying I have nothing. She doesn't know what I have. Oh, I yes. don't know her moves. She doesn't know what I have. But, she doesn't know. But Tig, in case you don't know this, mm-hmm. I'm from Florida. <laughs> it has come up. <laughs> and um, Dr. Becky Hines and I lived in Tallahassee, Florida for quite some time, which is the panhandle of Florida. Okay, we need to curb your braggadociousness. <laughs> She's got no room to brag. Always <laughs> bragging about this panhandle that you lived in. I lived in a panhandle. I'm from the panhandle. Hello, I'm from Florida. Did I tell you about the time I was at the airport and I had gotten off a flight and I was waiting to be picked up and I was sitting down next to this elderly woman? I mean, like in her 60s or something. Oh, really old. Yeah, I mean, like, I couldn't even believe she walked herself out there. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, I had my headphones on, Mm -hmm. and I was grooving. Okay. Well, guess what Myrtle turned and said to me? What'd she say? I didn't know. So I took my earphone out, and I said, excuse me? And she said, I'm from Florida. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, oh, okay. (laughs) was it her mom? <laughs> was it your <laughs> quite possibly? But I, I, I said, oh, that's nice. Well, welcome to town. And I thought the conversation was kind of done. And I put my yeah. earbud back in, and then, you know, where are you from? <laughs> I took it out. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I she didn't I don't know if she knew what I kept putting in my ear. No, she could not um, read the room. Yeah, so I had to leave it out and um Which by the way, you should see our mom in New York City. One time I we were in Manhattan. She's wearing like You, Dr. Becky Hines and And my mom. Yeah, and Cracklin mom. Rosie. Crack yeah, we call her Cracklin Rosie. Cracklin Rosie. Her name is Rosemary, but she didn't want to be called grandma. She didn't want to be called grandma, so we borrowed the song lyric and uh-huh. forevermore she's been crackling rosie to the entire family yes. well my stepfather to my sons is cowboy rick because he oh, lives in cute. texas Ooh, that's, that's cute. cute because the grandkids when they shorten it for my mom they just call her cracky oh boy it, it <laughs> well really, it really raises some eyebrows <laughs> so in walmart you just have someone go cracky well back to the panhandle <laughs> But when we were in Manhattan, mom gets in the elevator and she's got like fluorescent green head to toe with like flamingo earrings. and Sure. Florida. Yeah. And this guy turns to her and says, um, you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> and she was like, no, how did you know? <laughs> and she took it as the biggest compliment. <laughs> and he's like, everyone else in the elevator is dressed in black and she's just like... <laughs> in the world did you know that <laughs> and Tig since you're a friend of Cheryl's I'm just going to let you in on one little tip uh, okay. early on so All right. our aforementioned mother also the older she has gotten and the drunker she gets mm-hmm. at any cracky? time of day cracky, yeah, cracky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. she gets more and more southern mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I hate to say it but a certain family member seems like she's on the same <laughs> trajectory so you guys might have a super southern lady is it up. by chance the person you're pointing at the entire time <laughs> it you really are. is it really it's is 
Becky, that's not okay. I'm a professional here. If she really is. Becky, what do you like when you get a little too... I've seen Cheryl tipsy, okay? <laughs> More than once. You don't need to sound so annoyed about it. Well, you know, I've had some annoying experiences with you, okay? I think one of the best things about our family is that we are just super friendly. So <laughs> friendly. Just, yeah. The more we drink, the friendlier we get. Yeah. Which is usually yeah, a good thing. It's well. Now, Dr. Becky Hines, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you mind being called that entire um, Dr. Becky Hines <laughs> name? Well, it always makes me laugh. Okay. Uh, so that's that's. She's good. the first doctor in the family, so okay. it's a big deal. It's a PhD, that's why we call. Yeah, that's not. It doesn't let's, matter. Let's, let's be honest. Probably the last. <laughs> now, Dr. Becky wrong. Hines, how do you feel about having so many dogs out there in the world named after you? Well, I mean, listen, I, I like animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hate dogs. No, I I mean, there's two dogs at my house. And have you ever told these dogs that your name is Dr. Becky Hines? They instinctively know it. Because <laughs> it seems like you'd be a huge celebrity in their world. <laughs> they treat me like a celebrity. I, think, like, oh. I, think, I think some of your <laughs> listeners have told them. Because they do seem to have a little more deference now than they once did. Jesus. Is that how they talk? Tig, Tig, dogs don't talk. Cheryl, I was playing. Oh. Can can we talk about, um, what are we talking about today? Vernon. Dr. Becky Hines. Uh Uh-oh, back to Dr. Becky Hines. Have you heard about me over the years, or has <laughs> Cheryl kept me a secret? Do you know what? I'll be oh. honest. Oh, God. When Cheryl first met you, she said, I have a friend you have to meet because she's oh. really, really funny. Oh. And it was it was long before your storied career uh-huh. became what it is today. Right. Feel free to and mention my credit. She, <laughs> oh, you, she will at the end. Don't, she has always had great things to say about you and she Aww. always told me how funny you were and that I needed to meet you. Oh, we don't do that on this podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, we don't do that on this podcast. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's for another time and place. <laughs> oh, God. That's very sweet. Uh, yes, that's she true. told but me true. about you but right when true. I... Well, Cheryl, you're backing up her story? And yeah, saying something kind to me? Well, I'm I'm trying to encourage her because she's new to the podcast and I don't want to discourage her for free speech. <laughs> How does it feel just jumping in headfirst into Hollywood like this, Dr. Becky Hines? <laughs> you know what, Tig? <laughs> yeah? Cheryl once told me when she was filming Curb, hey, Becky, come audition for the role of my sister, Becky. Mm. And I said, Cheryl, thanks, that's great. I'm a professor and... She's not a day player. I know that being a part-time person on your show seems like something I'd chomp at, but I'm trying to change the lives of kids, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. What do you teach, Dr. Becky Hines? Well, I'm, I am in the School of Teacher Education, and I mm-hmm. train uh, teachers to work with kids with disabilities. Oh, Remember when nice. we talked about uh, Crip Camp? Yes, yes. And we, and we talked about Dr. Becky Hines and what she does. You guys are boring the daylights out of your listeners. We right are. Now. We I are. Hate to tell that you that is our specialty. <laughs> How else are people going to fi- fall asleep? How else are we going to get all these sleepy little babies going night night? People, yes, that's In true. In fact, I feel like we're talking a little too loud. That's okay. true. Some people yeah. are really trying to drift off. I know. Good night. <laughs> so listen. Little so, night night kisses. Mm. So. 
Vernon, Florida, the documentary we're here to discuss. Have you have either of you been there? Uh, I think I drove through it once. Yeah, it to be honest, like... when Cheryl said the name of the movie was Vernon, Florida, I thought I don't even have to watch it. I have a great idea. Yeah. A great idea of what a Vernon, Florida movie is going to be This was like watching our relatives. It really was. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Braggadocious again. <laughs> so, so just... So everyone, if you haven't seen mm. this film and you're listening, this film, it's short. It's only about an hour. And it um, I think it's fair to say it's a slice of life. Mm. I think that's very fair. And it's crazy how one hour feels so it short. by so slowly. Oh. Oh. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I think we should listen to our first guy. So this is the main guy. I don't know if he even has a name. I never saw his name. He doesn't have a name? Mm -mm. We never... It never came up. He's Snake's friend. It took me a while to understand that Snake was a man's name. Mm -hmm. Because every time he kept talking about Snake... Because there are a lot of snakes in I think it's precious that you tried to understand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's listen to... This is just a little clip of... Uh, This guy is very, very passionate about turkey hunting. 
So let's hear what he has to say. Getting those gobblers. The, go the gobblers. I killed my first turkey when I was 10 years old. I can't tell you how many I killed, but I killed a lot of them. I run a business. I close a business down for half days to go turkey hunting. It's just something that I like. It's just in me. I can't tell you how I feel. It's just a hell of a sport. That's all. He is so... If you didn't know better, you would think he was talking about like a long lost love that he... I kept thinking what? I've waited my whole life for someone to yes. talk about me that fondly. I know. Mm -hmm. Because he, the love he has... For killing for gobblers. Killing gobblers. And his ability to talk without ever moving his upper lip. That's mm -hmm. true. He does Or his bottom lip. <laughs> no, his bottom lip goes down. Oh, does it, it a little down. bit? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't but... watching. <laughs> Tig very rarely pays attention no, when she I watches do. the documentary. There's only so much my brain can absorb, though. This was definitely not a movie. Dr. Becky Hines, do you listen to this show? I do. I do listen to the show. I don't know if you know this about me, but I love twists and turns mm. in a documentary. Mm -hmm. Well, really in anything, right? Mm -hmm. Life and... Yeah. Um, but this is not a movie that had twists or turns. It really mm -hmm. was just pressing record and pointing it at <laughs> somebody yeah. that was talking. Yeah. About killing turkeys. I guess I'm I'm saying this because if somebody didn't watch the movie, mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm caring. Yeah, you honestly. never do. Yeah, why do I care? But I don't know. there is no story. It really is. When you say a slice of life, it it's really just. I thought it was well done. In what way? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I like I like slow moving. Okay. Like, it, 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 it was it. it was my. It, I don't know. Just watching. It, it's like sitting at the airport and watching people right. arrive yes. and depart mm -hmm. and over People watching. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess that's what you'd call it. But, you know, uh, Gabby, one of our producers, mm -hmm. she said that uh, this documentary originally came to be because Errol Morris, mm -hmm. the filmmaker, read an article about how citizens of Vernon, Florida had a propensity. This is sad. But I, I'm gonna say I read it. about this. Yep, for losing limbs in accidents and collecting insurance money, giving the town the nickname Nub City. Well, I read something different. Oh, what did you read? I read that maybe I read it wrong, and I do <laughs> not put it past me, because, Dr. Becky Hines, I am not educated like you. <laughs> oh, that comes. Oh, braggadocious. And she has to tell us that every week. We have to hear about how she made it. To You're, the top with that education. She's self-educated. She's self-educated. Oh, that's the that's the moral of my story. Is I made it to the top without without ever sitting in a classroom. Everyone gather around. <laughs> okay. Um, but I read. Yeah. Or interpreted what I read. Yeah, it's probably right. That the uh, locals were cutting their limbs yeah. off yeah yeah at what in the 1950s and 60s two-thirds of the insurance claims filed for loss of limb were filed from vernon Shut. which had a population of under a thousand two-thirds of the whole country you heard it from dr you heard it from the doctor you heard it from the doctor imagine like the insurance company like wait a second one more person lost a limb what's going on and 
mm-hmm. Vernon put the chainsaw down. But then when he went, um, he lost his limb. No, that's <laughs> oh. not true. They were getting death threats from the residents because, you know, it's against the law to file a fraudulent. You can't just well, they lost injure their limbs. Your... I mean, yeah. So that was true. I mean, they often shot them off themselves. To be fair, what else is there to do in Vernon? I mean, there has to come a point in the day where you're like, I'm just going to shoot my toes off. By the way, our uncle, Uncle Frank. (laughs) Oh, boy. Gather around. Our uncle. Here it comes. One time I was in the grocery store with him, and he pulls me aside, and he says, "Um, do you want to make a million dollars? And I said, "Uh, Yeah. I was probably like 16, and I was wearing flip-flops. And he said, here's what we're going to do. Florida. Florida. Classic Florida. (laughs) And he said, there's this flimsy little metal thing that people write their checks on. He goes, what we're going to do is I'm going to hit it too hard. It's going to fall off, and it's going to slice your big toe off. (laughs) And he said, can you live without a big toe for a million dollars? And I was like, can we, have you tried this? Do we know for sure that, do we know for sure that this is going to work? How do you know it's only going to get my big toe? And he said, you got to trust me. You, you just got to trust me. He sounds trustworthy. <laughs> he, he was uh, quite a character, but I didn't do it. I decided I. Oh my God. What did he end up doing with that million dollars? He didn't do it. He couldn't find somebody to that would be willing to lose their toe. All right, but didn't he have a million? Oh, he had toes. No, we were going to sue the grocery store. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, you thought that he would give me a million dollars if I cut my toe off. Yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy. That See, that, is... <laughs> That's insane. That's Have crazy. you noticed that about her, Dr. Becky Hines? Well, that I her think, voice goes like this. I mean, it's an affectation that, like, it's a family. Like, we do that kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. We do that. <laughs> we get it from our mom because she'll, really because she'll say, Come here, give mom a hug. <laughs> it is from mom. Make room for mom. I don't even know what she's talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what <laughs> she's talking about. How I do don't we know get cranky, cracky on Crack. here? Cracklin wanted to... <laughs> She wanted to be involved in this, I'll be honest with you. And we were like, you're not going to be able to hear it because we have on earphones. Okay, she's but... she's like, well, I just watch it. It's like, well, you're also not watching anything. <laughs> but wait a minute. Mm-hmm. How long are you in Florida? Two days. You know what we'll do? Maybe we'll just... Uh, Zoom with Cracky. We could Zoom with Cracky. I could make a little video and put it on our um, Instagram. Okay, so Vernon... Okay. Like you said, nothing really happens. <laughs> I mean, no. Somebody tell somebody tell the mule story. Okay. Because if you were looking for a twist and turn. Okay. Now that well, well, Doc, why don't you tell the story? Yeah. Oh, for the love of Pete, you guys. Yeah. I mean, Come on. I, I will happily tell Do it. the mule story. Do it. Because it was the one captivating I part of this. I honestly don't even remember oh the mule God. story. Okay, that might have been captivating, but how about the part when that guy said. Well, then come down here and pick up. And you sit on my, my horse and, you know. That didn't grab you? <laughs> That's what the mule story sounded like to me. No, I, I could not figure out where the mule story was going. But oh, it so was, I thought It was that... the story. No, I know. I can yeah. retell it. Yeah, but. retell it. So the, 
the the old guy's fishing in a pond. Yeah. And there's a dead mule that yeah. he's, you know, figured had been very old and it had carcass had dried. Mm-hmm. So he's fishing and then he hooks a fish. Carcass had dried. The, <laughs> the fish Corsa swims carcass into dried. his... You know, rib cage because the mule's apparently half in and half out of the water. Mm-hmm. So then he's like, "Ah, I gotta get in there and get that fish." And you know, he had to cut the line because he couldn't get the fish out. And then he figured out, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna drag that dead mule right out of that pond. And he did. And there were hundreds of fish in there. <laughs> and the, the story was so much longer than that. And I, I don't even remember that being part of the story. To be honest with you, that wasn't in this movie, Duncan. <laughs> Well, wait, we do. We have a clip. Wait, we just lost all of our vegan <laughs> listeners, by I the way. Know. This movie is not animal friendly. <laughs> no, it's not. I was so <laughs> upset with the possum situation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was the I same was guy. so upset. And, well, wait, and wait, wait, before we get to the possum, can, we kicking the just... turtle, which sounds like a saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, where was... you been all day? Kicking a turtle? <laughs> he was trying to get the turtle to hurry up. <laughs> And I he, know, and he says, and he, "You know, turtles don't tur- turtles don't walk fast." It's like yeah, that's yeah, what they're just known been for. Sitting around here kicking a turtle all day. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's just listen to the guy for a minute, for just a second. He, talk about the the dead mule in the pond. Okay, this is terrible. It's terrible. They said he was sixty-five years old. I don't know about that now. That's a long life for a mule, but he eventually died. <laughs> They rooted him over into Uh-oh. that pond. Get old skeleton lying there with a hide all on him, just as tough as anything you ever see. And a big hole in his throat this here where the storytelling things would eat him, eat him every bit of they could. They couldn't oh. eat him all. Oh, God. And I was a fishing in there one day. He's very well dressed. my bait way. down there at that hole, that old mule laying in there, you know, all puffed up. Right up on the skeleton, and there's a big warmouth perch run out of him up here and bit my hook, took it in that old meal right that quick, you know, and uh, he got off of there, got loose, and I went to pull the hook out, and I must have hung it on one of his ribs, and I had to break it off. When I saw that in the film, until Dr. Becky Hines just said that, I did not know that that was the end of the story. Did you know that that's how the story ended? What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, Becky had, this was really, I thought this was so right on, because Becky, after we watched it, what did you say that it reminded you of? Oh, my gosh. The the turkey hunter Mm -hmm. reminded me so much of, I think it was Harlan on Best of Show, when he's riding around with that dog. I, it was very hard for me not to think this was a mockumentary the whole time I watched hard. this show. That turkey, that gobbler hunter, oh, he boy. seemed like like he was an actor. Go back and watch Best in Show. He seems exactly like that. He's, but he, he doesn't seem like, it, it, you know that he's a real person, yeah. but he seems like somebody doing an over-the-top character. Well, yeah. I did have one question because Take he, told, just one. he told three turkey shoot stories yeah. and each time pointed to the turkey claws in the showcase whatever yeah but whatever the 
the thing got turkey you know, neck yeah. or something. I don't know. And I kept thinking, well, like, were these the only three he ever shot? Like, there's only three on that board. That's true because he does. He's very proud of those three. Oh, and he wants to tell the story for each one of them too. You know what he reminded me of? When Cat, my daughter was little, she was like three. People or f- know who Cat is at this well, point. Well, we're thirty episodes. <laughs> When she was three or four and we're driving around in the car and she was looking out the window and she was looking very pensive. She's thinking Mm -hmm. about something. And I said, Kat, what are you thinking about? And she said, candy. And I said, okay. So I knew whenever I saw that look, I was like, yeah, she's thinking about candy. And this guy, I think that's all he thinks about. It's candy. It's it's turkey. Mm -hmm. Turkey gobbles. Gobblers. If they gobble twice, they close by. <laughs> yeah, close by. Yeah, close by. And he stands around. Part of the film was him standing around listening for gobbles. And then sometimes, oh, hear that? that <laughs> yeah. That. Hold on. That was not a turkey. <laughs> That'll trick you. You hear the flap, flap. You hear the whoosh, flap, flappity flap. Okay. That. Oh, that was not a turkey. That was it sounded not, like a turkey. But he goes. But he does. He goes. Boy, that makes me think of turkeys. When I hear that, that makes me think of turkeys. It makes me think of a gobbler. It's like, okay. You're making him sound way more like sophisticated Southern. You're like, makes me think about a gobbler. <laughs> and that nobody in that town talks like that. They're, they're talking about a gobbler. My favorite conversation, and I have no idea what transpired between these two, the, the couple. Uh-huh. That had the jar of sand. Oh my god. <laughs> and the dog the dog with the tongue hanging out. I was like, what? I did what not, on earth? I did not understand. And who started this conversation? <laughs> like what was the question that got all of this information, information. flowing? I did not understand that story at at all. No. That the yeah, this couple that was by by the first time she's the only woman in in the film. We mm-hmm. have a little clip of it. Should we listen to it for a second? Huge diversity in this, in this <laughs> movie. Paid went in there and got in there with the white sands there, and uh, we uh, got us some white sand and I got a jar of him working. Not only is it hard to understand her, but she wanders off. She's going to get her jar of sand because they're saying that the sand grows and multiplies. You know, I had just a little bit of this in this jar whenever I uh, brought it out. And now you see my jar is nearly full. It grows, it grows, it crawls. It crawls up inside the jar, you see. Their dog truly looks like it's trying to communicate with the um With director. the camera, yeah. yeah. I didn't understand that story at all. Did they say that... Because I thought I heard, and you guys tell me because you watch the theater. Becky, do you see what I'm working with? I'm trying to, people are listening Becky, to this. Becky, do you this. see how charming and hilarious <laughs> I am? You know what? Tig, I don't know what she's talking about. Thank you, Dr. Becky. I'm trying to let people know about the documentary if they're at all interested. Sure, in- I'm not even convinced you watched it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just drumming up old memories from the panhandle. <laughs> Oh, but they went to, so I'm looking at the notes, and it says they went on a vacation to the sand They saved dunes. and saved to go out there. But didn't they say that that's where they experimented with a 
nuclear yes. bomb? Yes. So that's so then I started thinking, is this sand radioactive? Oh, I think that's the spin they wanted you to. to oh, read. I see, I see. Well, I bought. Well, by the way, where in Florida are they? They were up in Florida, Cheryl. Well, where did they go? Where was this? Where they got this magic? Did you sand? have time to watch the one-hour movie? <laughs> Which really, really, it's it's taking longer to tell about the movie than the actual movie itself. Yeah. We should probably have uh, Dr. Becky Hines on all of our shows so she can explain the movies yeah, so she, that we can talk about. She's the only one that really pays attention to the details. Yeah. I mean, we miss everything. And it. Oh. Oh, what? No, this is good. What is it? What? Well, I mean, what I'm, I'm sorry that the listeners have to hear us talk about poop because apparently, apparently that comes up a lot. I don't know why. Or people uh-huh. think it does. But the turkey hunter. This is probably my favorite part of the film. My mm-hmm. very favorite part of the film. Not the credits. Oh, I know which one you're going to say, yeah. Cheryl. When he... The credits? No, he was uh, he was out turkey hunting. Gobbler hunting. Gobbler hunting. And he told everybody to go on because he, he had to relieve himself. Okay, and this is what happened. Here we go. He's going to tell us. I got my gun. I didn't get to use the bathroom, though. Mm-mm. I was fixing to. Yeah. But right out in the Empire, I heard one gobble. And they done, they, they done left. And I said, my God. Boy, that's the best diarrhea medicine in the world. Oh. Mm-mm. You hear it there with Turkey <laughs> Government, you forget all about diarrhea and everything. Headaches, anything. I cure anything. Okay. <laughs> now, here is my issue with diarrhea medicine. Oh, God. Well, I mean, I'm sorry for anybody who... Nobody's eating while they listen to this. Go ahead. No, they're vacuuming. Or doing surgery. By the way, there's one of of our listeners is a surgeon. Go ahead. Do you think they have earbuds in performing (laughs) surgery? Open heart surgery. Did you see that news story of the guy that was talking about reckless driving Mm -mm. over, like, on a conversation on Zoom, and he was... He put a background that he was at home, but he was driving, and there was a seatbelt on him <laughs> in the Zoom, <laughs> and the whole Zoom was uh, anyway. Um, diarrhea medication, yeah, makes no sense to mm. me oh. because your body is trying to get rid of toxins. Mm. Why are you taking medication to hold on to diarrhea? Why are people so desperate? To hang on to their diarrhea. Well, it's not It's not usually convenient. Yeah, the workplace isn't fun. The workplace is not fun to have. Well, that's why you The nine should... to fivers. You yeah. know, some of us are in offices, Tig. Yeah, Tig. Some people, like I Dr. don't Becky understand Hines. how the real world works anymore, okay? <laughs> what if she's like... I'm just walking around with diarrhea. <laughs> when you're like, great, my body's working just fine. I'm getting rid of my toxins. Yeah, Meanwhile, your body's like, get Dr. out Dr. Becky here. Hines is in front of hundreds of people at the lectern. Out you go. When it hits. <laughs> you know how please. happy you would make your students if you had to run out all the time because you're like oh god diarrhea (laughs) but by the way Uh our guy told us the best way to cure it is just to hear a turkey gobble (laughs) (laughs) i heard i heard that gobble and i said god god darn it it's the best way to get rid of diarrhea hey do you want to hear the worm farmer (laughs) of course 
So in Vernon, once again, it's a very... How many people live in Vernon, Becky? I think about 750. Under oh, thousand. Oh, my God. That's smaller than our high school. Is it? <laughs> yeah, smaller is, than our senior class, I think. Oh, that is wow. crazy. I do stand-up in venues that are twice that size. Than Vernon. Sometimes three times that size. I would love for you to go to Vernon and just see what kind of crowd you, you pull. You know what I did? <laughs> I went on Zillow and I looked up houses in Vernon. <laughs> There were like two trailers for sale yeah. and then one kind of middle class looking house, yeah. but that was on maybe seven acres and it was half a wow. million. Because when I saw the house, Whoa. I was like, half a million? Wow. But it's on seven acres, so I can okay. only assume that's what the price jack is all about. Wow. No, yeah. that's that's going to be closer to Chipley. Oh, <laughs> a town called Chipley. Yeah. Fancy town. Yes. Chipley. I haven't heard that in a long time. Listen, you want to hear the turkey, the worm hunter? Well, should we just cut away and listen to turkey gobbles for a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) That that aren't even in this movie. If we can just get our producer to put in sounds of, of turkeys gobbling. I just think it would be fun to hear, you know? That guy Um, would, um... If we could just have a moment of silence and listen to gobblers. Imagine this guy hearing this. It's like his heart stops. His adrenaline gets going. That was just one turkey walking by. Now this stops or starts diarrhea? What what is (laughs) it? It stops it. Oh, it stops it. It stops it in its tracks. Yeah, so you just... Save your money money on Pepto-Bismol. Or as I saw a knockoff brand called Pink Bismuth. What were you going <laughs> to The funny thing is there's literally wild turkeys. I live in a golf course community and there are uh-huh. wild turkeys in my backyard almost every day. And now all I can think is, oh boy, that guy wishes he lived in Glen <laughs> So you're used to the ring of gobbles. Well, I can't understand where they must live that it's so hard to find a turkey that they I know. have to devote so much time and to. And he talks about how smart the turkeys are because he's like, this is the smartest bird. Our daddy used to do that. Our dad. Our dad was very similar to some of these characters. Did you say dad or dud? Daddy. <laughs> dad. Dad. Our dud. Our duddy. Oh, duddy. But very southern like this. Grew up in a very small town called Frostproof. (laughs) (laughs) And that was in Florida? Mm -hmm. Of course. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is a brilliant name. Because it never freezes, although it did freeze. Wait, Cheryl, did you really just explain why it was called Frostproof? (laughs) I was only telling you that because it did make national headlines. Yeah. When there was a frost. <laughs> oh, my, in frostproof. In frostproof. Mm-hmm. It was I like on really wish I could have seen the discussion frostproof. over naming the town. <laughs> and everybody really, really, I mean, I feel like having the word proof mm-hmm. in your town name. Sassy. It, it just, yeah. it doesn't sound like a town. No, it sounds like a, something you wash your car with or something. Yeah, something yeah. proof. Should we should we wind this should we wind this down? Sure. <laughs> we, we were wondering, I was wondering anyway, 
like what what the appeal of this this film is <laughs> I mean why did why were why I really enjoyed it you did. What did you enjoy? Are you serious? Yeah, I can't tell. I'm can't. being very serious. It's because, like I was saying before, it's it's like sitting in an airport and just mm. people watching. Yeah. And it's it, what it is, is it's beyond people watching. It's that you can get up close with cuckoo birds. You know? <laughs> you know how you can only really watch cuckoo birds from a distance, mm-hmm. and, and you have to kind of... Eavesdrop. Lean in, mm-hmm. with, and, and, and you can't. Look, you don't want to look at the. You don't want yeah, to. Yeah, you can't at them. stare too long. And this movie really lets you, you. You get to stare. Yeah, you get to stare, and you get to really listen. You get to get. You see their face, the cuckoo birds up close, <laughs> and you you get to hear or at least try and understand what they're saying. And I feel like if you saw these people in the airport, you would be amused because you could tell their characters, but you mm-hmm. couldn't hear them. And you wouldn't be able to, like, that's really true. stare at him. That's true. That's true. And so that's how I felt. I felt like you're really getting to stare at and listen to cuckoo birds. Yeah. That Okay, I get it. You just didn't enjoy it, either of you? We're not kidding when we say it was so familiar because mm-hmm. we, listen, our daddy put us in the back of his truck and drove down the highway to Frostproof every weekend. Braggadocious, mm-hmm. runs in the family. <laughs> We're going to Frostproof. <laughs> Where we did any number of things. I am going to find my favorite picture of Cheryl and uh-uh. post it for you guys. It mm-hmm. is Cheryl in a dress. Because she really was literally the fish out of water in our family. I'm not saying Cheryl enjoyed the trips. But Cheryl in a little dress. She was so little. Holding a stringer of fish. <laughs> With the most mortified look on her face, like, oh my god, why, why am I here? How did I get stuck? You were like that little dog in the movie that was trying to make eye contact. She really was. Every picture, every picture, she is that little dog just trying. Just just, somebody get me, somebody please. I don't belong here. I mean, our grandfather used to have a um, an orange grove, and Uh we did we talk about this? And they the irrigators. The irrigation system, they had these pipes that led to a, a pond, a okay. lake. Uh-huh. And when we would go visit, we would have, he would give us coat hangers and we would have to She's go. She's told this before. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. That's why I asked you. That's why. <laughs> give, they give you coat hangers. For what? Tell her, Becky. You tell her. We, we had to. <laughs> yeah, make it sound. Make the sto- yeah. old story sound new again. <laughs> we had to run along the pipes and the ones that were clogged by the fish fins sticking out from the uh-huh. fish that had gotten sucked yeah. up. We had to poke them with the hanger That's to right. clear the line so that the orange trees could get watered. That's right. So we were official fish pokers, for which we, we were received about a dollar a day. Oh, I like that you got paid. Hmm. <laughs> I don't recall ever seeing a dime well, from I was, that. I was older and better. You were. You were smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's wind it down. What? Uh, what? But, well, I was just going to see if either one of you would tell that story again. <laughs> <laughs> She'll say it with an accent. Before we go. <laughs> my no, grand, my oh, grandfather dude. had a... <laughs> Cheryl. My, my, my granddaddy had a... My granddaddy had an orange grove, and he used to give us uh, hangers. (laughs) Um, 
and Cheryl, please do not hesitate to wedge that story into another episode again. I will. Oh my God, maybe if Cracky comes on, she can tell the story. Cracky would have none of that. Cracky, Cracky was not a fish poking oh, kind of lady. By the way, between us, mm-hmm. I don't know if she's out there. I don't think so. She probably is. Oh, but her. Are you guys? Are you? Are you at Cracky's house? Oh, yeah. we're close by at Becky's house. But um, and now she's remembering things mm-hmm. like um, that didn't really happen the way she thinks it happened because she told me a story about how I was on my way to audition for Curb Your Enthusiasm and I called her and I said, Mama, I don't know if I should even go in. I don't think I'm ever going to get this. <laughs> and she said, and I told you, I said, now, Cheryl, you go in there and you do your best. <laughs> I said, I said, I, I honestly don't remember it that way, but... If you say so, it's in my mind. I was just thankful to get an audition. Was, I mean, as yeah. an actor, you're so happy to get an audition. You're like, oh my, I can't wait to go in there. And but in her mind, that's you the whole call, you I called the panhandle, <laughs> and you said, "Mama, Mama, this is little Cheryl, this is little tiny baby Cheryl, Mama, Mama, Duddy." Duddy drove me out here in the back of his pickup truck with a bunch of fish. And uh, he slammed on the brakes. I go flying out the back of the truck, Mama. And I land at Curb Your Enthusiasm. And uh, Mama, I just thought, why can't little old tiny baby Cheryl from the panhandle can't go in there, can't, can't get a big Hollywood job like that. And Mama, you told me. Little tiny baby Cheryl, you can do it. And that's and exactly, and, it's exactly how she tells yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what happened. And I'm like, well, thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have to have Cracky on here to ask her um, different stories. Oh um, my god, just to have oh, her reminisce dear. about things that never happened. <laughs> oh, <she laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anything that anyone has um, succeeded in uh-huh. is because she had a hand in. She had a she had a pep talk with that person before, right before they walked in. <laughs> Becky got her doctorate. She get, Becky called her and said, "Mama, I don't know if I can do it." And I said, "Mama, I don't know I, if I'm smart enough." And I said, "Mama," and I said, "Becky." You go out there and you can do it. I you know. seen how little tiny baby Cheryl got that job in Hollywood? Now you march yourself right in there and you'll be a doctor, youngin'. Uh, Make okay. mama and daddy proud. Okay, listen. Are we ready for uh, final thoughts? <laughs> yes. About Vernon. Oh, yes. Becky, Dr. Becky Hines, it's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Wait a minute. (laughs) I can't wait. We're on a Zoom right now, and little tiny baby Cheryl and Dr. Becky Hines are sitting in darkness. It is gone dark. The sun has gone down in the panhandle. And these two sisters are just sitting in the dark in a panhandle. It's true. It is true. Okay, where we give our thoughts. Uh, okay, did you cry? <laughs> How mentally ill? How clinically 
<sighs> mentally ill would have to be to be crying. I guess symbolic. I could have cried about the animal abuse. Yeah, it was that not. I didn't appreciate. I enjoyed the movie. I, I enjoyed the the mm. smooth subtlety and the mm. and you know the peekaboo. The peekaboo. Yeah, you're peekaboo and oh, uh, I see on the cuckoo birds. <laughs> But uh, the cuckoo bird peekaboo. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I didn't cry. What about you? Dr. Becky, did you cry at all? I did not. No, we, mm. there were no tears shed for mm. Vernon. However, um, were you attracted to anyone, Tig? <laughs> yes. I think what, I mean, I, we, might, we might all be attracted to the same person in this. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Any, Becky Hines, anybody who were you attracted first? to? Listen, I can't, I can't escape the the sweet, smooth sound of that turkey hunter. Oh, the turkey, the turkey hunter, the turkey hunter. Really, right. you'd run off with the gobbler, huh? Never said that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just never get his voice out of your mind. Well, there Cheryl, was who there, are you there was to? somebody in here that we never talked about. The oh, sheriff. the sheriff was cute, but we only saw him his profile. Did you know? Yeah, but that? you can add up the other half. Looks like. <laughs> That half, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, so there was a storyline, I guess, about a sheriff, and really, it was just him sitting on the side of the road. Waiting for something to happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's missing all the people shooting their limbs off. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, he is that cute. who you're attracted no, to? No, but I was going to say oh. um, the preacher. Oh, my When Lord. he was at the construct. Well, only at the construction site. Yeah, but when not he turned in the, into a preacher, yeah. two thumbs down. Yeah, the leisure suit. But when he was at the construction site, I thought, okay, this guy's I can work cute. with this. I can work with this. No, I, I had suit. moments of that, but I was way too in love with the cop. Sheriff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, cute. <laughs> he was cute. His profile was cute. Yeah. He was just waiting. He didn't. And, and his, that particular night, his. The, his whole mission was just to be seen. Mm-hmm. He said he was going to park in a way that people could see him. Mm-hmm. And that was it. He didn't need to pull his anybody was, over. His radar wasn't I like how your boyfriend, Cheryl, yeah. is praying to God for vans and lumber. And he got it. He got it. By the way. <laughs> he got it. Why is it that God didn't up it a little bit? Well, you know? I mean, Why did God just get him a real basic van? Why didn't... He, why didn't God, you know, you know what? deck he, it out? But by the way, he was very grateful for that van, which I appreciated. And part of the beauty of this film. <laughs> part of the beauty is uh, that that the people in Vernon, as crazy as it is, as it was, and how little anything ever happened, they seem to be grateful and they really saw the beauty did you notice that no oh (laughs) (laughs) no i did i thought that uh i think it was last week we were talking about the importance of being um bored yeah Mm. and that's all i could think about during this movie I'm, i notice i'm just staring off into nothingness because your screen <laughs> is completely dark because you're sitting in darkness but i was thinking about this movie oh, be- oh my goodness oh yeah we're back hello 
Um, I um, was thinking about just how they are the epitome of. Um, okay, there we go. Oh, I was thinking Tim's about. Been yeah, I've been talking. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then you just interrupted with, oh, there we go. <laughs> Cheryl got her earbuds in. Um, <laughs> um, just this movie, it's the epitome of the importance of being bored. The importance, I don't know. But um, these, these of bored people. These are mm-hmm. bored people. They're shooting yeah. off their limbs. Yeah. They're, um, you know, they're catching turkeys and and worms, worms and turtles and um, a possum, a possum, and um, and then telling boring stories and mm-hmm. you well, know, that's all they do is tell stories to each other. I mean, that's going to be me and Becky, mm-hmm. and I'll we'll be telling the that's me and you on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And by the way, it's just the same stories over and over. You're like, oh, Becky, I have a great idea for a podcast. How about we just exchange boring stories and and we'll recycle them? Um, Tig, would you like to to read some true fan mail before we go? I would love to. Mm -hmm. So Megan R. writes, without getting too much into the weeds, in my line of work, visibility is critical lest you get run over by a car barreling through your work zone high visibility vests traffic cones with reflective barriers etc i'm sure i didn't read that right not great okay but you get it so some people in my office have decided to name each and every cone in our warehouse their thought process is that if a cone has a name then you'll be more careful not to run it over because it's like a person, you know. Sorry, I'm cold reading. So they've <laughs> they've taken the writing names with a Sharpie pen on every single traffic cone. This logic, while endearing, is a bit lost on me. How do the buffoons, as Tig would say, operating the motor vehicles know the cones have names and to therefore be more careful? Perhaps I'm missing the point of this naming exercise. But anyways, a few nameless cones were recently discovered in the warehouse and I am proud to report... That at my request, there is now a traffic cone named Dr. Becky Hines <laughs> doing yes. her damnedest yes. to alert people of our presence. That's what oh. we do, Cheryl. That is Thank incredible. you, Megan R. Thank you, Megan R. Oh, Thank Dr. you, Becky. Megan R. Dr. Dr. Becky Hines. She has a cone? I mean, she has a yeah, cone. I mean, cone. you have... You have dogs. a herd of dogs Listen, named after I, you. I don't want your listeners to misinterpret my own dog story or lack thereof because i like animals yes she does she likes them and i want all animals to enjoy the status now dr becky hines um has anyone uh recognized you through your name (laughs) well because you know i forgot we also have on don't ask tig we have i'll tell becky Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of that one. Well, I professionally usually go by Rebecca. Mm. So, see, mm. like all my peeps wouldn't necessarily know it was me. Becky is too informal. Oh, so and it's so, peeps, there's no way to, there's, there's <laughs> take, no way no. Take, my <laughs> to break that like code. That. My students would not. <laughs> they would not figure they out. They attempt. <laughs> Dr. Well, Rebecca here I have a secret. <laughs> my name is actually Rebecca. They, they don't know. They don't Dr. know. Dr. Rebecca Hines. They will never know. <laughs> 
That that reminds me of on the wolf pack, the kid mm. thinking his dad wasn't going to recognize him in a homemade <laughs> mask walking around <laughs> Manhattan. <laughs> oh, nope, couldn't be. He's like 6'4 and lanky. Yeah, a ponytail <laughs> down to his ankles. <laughs> nope, it must have just been Crystal Gale. Uh, Crystal Gale. Oh, yes. wow. Wow. Welcome yeah. to 1972. Thank hey, you. Um, Listen, we love reading your messages, comments, and reviews. Keep letting us know what you think about the docs and leave us a review. And we might just read your response on the show. Um, Rebecca, do you have anything to plug? Sure, I don't want to ask Tig. I don't want to ask You know what? I, you think I don't have a podcast and books and all that? Oh, tell I us do. about your podcast. No, it's boring. It's for teachers. There are no teachers listening. Teachers. Rebecca. Come on, Dr. Yeah, Rebecca Hines. Right. It is called Practical Access. Sexy. With my friendly Sadiqer. People are going to start listening to that. Uh, That's so exciting. Oh, I like that Tig acts like no one listens to my podcast. Tig. More, more than already. <laughs> <laughs> Practical Access. Well, the good thing is it's it's brief. It's just eight to ten minutes. Oh, that's doable. Well, I don't have time for that. And I will tell you that I was inspired this last season mm-hmm. by you guys reading your letters. Mm-hmm. So Lisa Deeker, who does the podcast with Lisa me. Lisa Deeker. Shout out to Lisa Deeker. <laughs> Lisa Deeker. Lisa Deeker. We featured letters. We let people write in letters about what should I do. I've got a kid who does this. Oh, what should I do? That's nice. Or I've got, you know. Oh, sounds like a lot like Don't Ask Tig. It is. Don't ask Lisa (laughs) Deeger. Okay. um, How many people listen to your podcast? Oh, I have no idea. It doesn't matter, Tig. I feel like that was accusatory. It was almost like, how many do you have? (laughs) It wasn't like that. It was that. (laughs) So, how many do you have? She doesn't know. She doesn't know. keep tabs yeah. like Thomas yeah. does for us. Yeah. I just do it extra like I need to pull. I don't know. We're about to have a million downloads. Are we allowed to oh. say that? We can say that. No, that's top secret. <laughs> <laughs> Way to take us down, Cheryl. Okay. Um, do you have anything you want to promote, Cheryl? I'm going to say no. Dr. You Becky either? Hines. Well, I was going to ask Dr. Becky Hines, have you read my book? I have not. I was hoping my sister was going to give it to me for my birthday, but mm. I haven't seen mm. it. It's well, she'd in. have to get one first <laughs> <laughs> to give it to you. She's not wrong. Now, Dr. Becky Hines, have you watched my show online called Under a Rock with Tig Notaro? Mm. I have not yet, but the good news is mm-hmm. I ha- you're, you're, in my, you're in my play deck. I oh. just, I have Whoa, twins. and by that, I, I, <laughs> she up, means. Sure. I have twins who are getting ready to graduate, and I am literally trying to enjoy every last minute with them before they leave the house. Oh, my goodness. But when they leave the house, she's going straight to her <laughs> play deck. Straight to the play deck. Now, Dr. Um, Becky Hines, have you watched my show One Mississippi on Amazon? She just said <laughs> she's busy. She doesn't have time for Cheryl, your bullishness. I'm just, try, I'm just trying to promote my stuff. <laughs> now, Dr. Becky Hines, um, have you seen my HBO special, Boyish Girl Interrupted? Yes, I have. And all of your listeners who haven't had mm-hmm. that chance should jump on it. What about have you seen Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO? Eh. No. <laughs> Season one. <laughs> oh, Dr. Becky Hines, have you Uh-oh. seen Happy to Be Here on Netflix? No, I have not seen that yet. Play deck. 
Have you seen Tig on Netflix? Documentary. Play deck. Play deck. Oh, Dr. Becky Tig. I love that you, Cheryl, why does Tig think I have time to do that? I don't know. You're sitting here doing our podcast. This is the one hour she has. Cheryl's been telling you for 15 years how (laughs) funny I am, and you haven't lifted a finger to find out if that's true? Well, you haven't listened to her podcast, have you? Well, I don't have eight minutes. What's yours called again? (laughs) Something Access. Practical Access. Oh practical Access. Yeah, have you listened it. to Practical have Access? Have you read my books, Tig? Ooh, I, tell oh. her one of your books. Tell her one of your I books. I don't even know the strategies. Like, I don't know. Strategies. I don't know the, the strategies the by Becky. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the title. Becky's <laughs> Strategies. <laughs> she doesn't know the title. I don't. I don't. Okay. I'm not, I'm not All right. um, it was a pleasure meeting you, Dr. Becky Hines. Thank you guys so much mm-hmm. for having me. Thank, thank you, you for being Becky on the Hines. show. Till next time. By the way, next week we will be watching Kid 90 with a very special guest. And that movie is available on Hulu. Cheryl? Yeah, Tig. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.